Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back. Another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Lots happening. Lots to discuss today. <laughs> if you're watching on Rumble, hit the thumb, hit the plus button, the Rumble button. When we, when we have more people do that, more people see it. So please do hit that Rumble button if you haven't already. Um, lots to talk about today. So, so Max Joe, shaved and he got a haircut. And then he forgot yesterday, to brush his hair. You just didn't notice yesterday. <laughs> I did notice yesterday, but I wanted to bring it up today. You look like you, you look like you're 12. I mean, no offense, but you look like you're 12. I like it better when you have your beard. Your bearded yeah. mind. Well, you like it better because it makes you look better. I look very youthful right now. <laughs> hey, I look pretty youthful for who I am. Come on now. <laughs> Why would you say that to me? Yeah. <laughs> hey, in my in my group, age group. I've I've done fairly well. I've fared well. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> For eighty years old, Joe, you look uh-huh. pretty good. There you go. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so Joe Biden, <clears throat> in the midst of another scandal. This is, he had a call yesterday with Ukraine. Funny how presidents always seem to have controversial calls with Ukraine, and CNN. <clears throat> is the one that broke this call, the details of it, that Joe Biden was fear-mongering and he was telling them to like evacuate, run for the hills. And CNN was the first to report it. Going to talk about what happened afterwards, but first, let's play this CNN clip. Mr. Producer, play cut one. We have breaking news for you in our world lead. A senior Ukrainian official tells CNN that today's phone call between President Biden and Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, quote, did not go well. Our source tells CNN that the two disagreed about the immediacy of the threat of a Russian attack on Ukraine. The White House and Pentagon have been emphatic that they believe an attack could be imminent. We should note the White House just released its own readout of that call, and there was no mention of President Biden's warnings or the two presidents' disagreements. The White House did say Biden underscored America's commitment to Ukraine's sovereignty. CNN's Matthew Chance joins us now live from Kiev, Ukraine with more. Matthew, what more are you learning about this disagreement on the Biden-Zelensky call? How heated did it get? I'm not sure I could characterize how heated it got, but there was definitely a disagreement about the sort of level of risk that the country is facing uh, when it comes to a a Russian invasion. On the one hand, you've got President Biden. This is according to an official who briefed me on the the conversation that was had on the telephone call uh, this evening. On the one hand, President Biden saying the threat is imminent. I mean, we've heard this before. The Ukrainians pushing back on that, saying that the, uh, the threat, according to their intelligence analysts, is a bit more ambiguous than that, and it's, a, it's possible that there 
won't be an invasion, whereas uh, President Biden apparently telling his Ukrainian counterpart that an invasion was virtually certain later on in February when the ground uh, becomes uh, uh, more frozen in this country. He went on to say that he warned the Ukrainian uh, leader that the capital, Kiev, this city here, uh, could be sacked. And that, that's, that's the word he apparently used, according to this uh, Ukrainian official, sacked by Russian forces, who he said may attempt to occupy it. There was also some, some quite bad news uh, delivered, although expected news, I think, delivered uh, by the uh, US president to the Ukrainian side. President Biden, according to this official who, uh, who briefed me on the conversation, uh, saying uh, that he told the Ukrainian leader that Ukraine would not be getting significantly more military help, that there would be no US troops sent to Ukraine to defend it. We already, we already knew that, of course, but it was reiterated again uh, on this phone call. Um, also, no sophisticated weapons, uh, further sophisticated weapons delivered to Ukraine. Wow. So we play that video. Wow. And that video, Joe, does not exist anywhere on CNN's social media anymore. They posted it. And then they took it down. It. If, if you go to my screen, Mr. Producer, this is where that video originally lived. We put up my screen. Oh, he just walked out for one second. So give him a second. Oh, no. Oh no! <laughs> he, he walked out for one second. He's he's trying to he's trying to solve a, a tech, technology problem that they have in there. It looks like there's a fire going on or something. Perfect, perfect. perfect. Studio's on put fire. Up, put up put up his uh, screen if you would, Mr. Producer. Thank you. Well, he used to live on social media. He used to live on Twitter. All right, screen's he used up. Used to be on their homepage. It's gone now. All right. Disappeared. Sorry. Tweet is gone. Hmm. This page doesn't exist. Try searching for something else. Luckily, people did like capture this, record it. So the internet is forever. But they Why took they it take down, it down because the White House, because the White House got pissy. The White House got pissy and said, "Take it down." Yeah, they said that didn't happen. And to their credit, the Ukrainians said that didn't happen either. But it seems like there's a very easy solution to this: release the transcript. Yeah. Release the transcript. You think they will? I don't know. But if, if listen, we, this is a talk show. We like to put things into our own words. I, we can take down my screen, Mr. Producer. I like to have these shows put in peop, other people's words. So the question of should they release the transcript, I'm just going to ask Joe Biden circa 2020 whether we should release the transcript. Mr. Oh Bruce, let's play cut two. I'm calling the president to release the transcript of the of the call. Let everybody hear what it is. Let the House see it and see what he did. That's sure. what I'm calling. Huh? Huh? Seems easy. Release the transcript. Release the transcript. Joe Biden is telling Joe Biden to release the transcript. Wait, I, I have some more quotes. Quote, release the transcript. That was Nancy Pelosi. Another quote. Release the transcript that was Chuck Schumer back in 2020. Even this one, you like this one. Release the transcript that was AOC, 2020. All quotes. All direct quotes. See, I didn't even have to actually read them. They're just real quotes because they all were demanding it. So I think we should have them release the transcript. Yes. Yes. But, but here's here's my problem. You ready? If news sources are supposed to be unbiased and supposed to basically report on the news, why'd they take it down? 
And who asked him to take it down? By the way, I got uh, banned on Facebook again this morning for sharing an article. I shared an article about the Secretary of State in Colorado being an ab, you know, being absolutely uh, corrupt, and they said that it went against their standards and suspended me again for another thirty days. So I was up for two days wait, before wait, I got what? suspended for thirty days. True story. Why are you suspended? I got suspended on Facebook because I, I share some stuff over on on Facebook, and so as I was sharing stuff on Facebook, who did you dehumanize today? I didn't dehumanize it, but I think it's it's worthy to note that the election fraud is it, it's th- that exists in our country, the election fraud. It, you can't dispute it. You cannot dispute it. You can't dispute the fact that we had massive election fraud in 2020. Here's one of the things, Max. That I mean, I know that's a little off topic, but it's very they off-topic. are. Well, no, it's really not though, because you said <laughs> CNN took a bunch of stuff down, right? This, this article was very well written and articulated, and it was by, by Ash Epp, who's a journalist, very well articulated over when uh, the Secretary of State was asked a simple question about the system, and she basically answered with, the machines are magic. I mean, she didn't say that, but it sure sounded like that, the machines were magic. And that's what we're getting with CNN and Fox, even Fox. I mean, Fox is the same way. I think OAN and Right Side Broadcasting and... Um, did I miss one? And again, Steve Bannon uh, always talks about truth. He always asks the right questions. I mean, th- certain these people on Newsmax, certain people on Newsmax, not the whole channel. No, I'm out on Newsmax. Certain people. I think they're trash. Yeah, some of the shows are, are decent. No, I think just I want to, for the record, Joe. You said I didn't brush my hair this morning. I did. The problem is the he- the headphones make the back of my hair poof up. Oh, I see. I see it. So it looks poofy. Sure it definitely looks poofy. Let's see. I think it, it, all oh, better now. Oh, okay, it's all better. It, just, it, just, all right. it, it poofed up, just for the record. Right. Hair was brushed this morning. Um, One site you guys didn't mention is Breaking Point. I think they're really good. Yeah, Breaking Point does have some good, yeah, some good stuff. And but but we're 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 going down this pathway of what's happening in Ukraine. It's becoming more more eminent. And of course, just like in in a radical leftist fashion, they want to create the skies falling, the skies falling, the skies falling. And Putin keeps saying. I don't know if it's really falling. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of this in it. I don't just want the transcript of this call. I want the recording. Give me the recording. You know why I want the recording? Because we know what Joe Biden sounded like that day. We know what his headspace was like that day. And I think it would be telling I mean, it, 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 he would he would lose immediately. I mean, he's already going to lose in 2024, but he'd be out completely if the American people got a chance to listen to how he was talking to world leaders. This is what he sounded like. I believe it was the same day as this call happened. Mr. Producer, we're going to play cut three. But uh, um, I might point out, you're, uh, when I went to Dearborn driving that, uh, you know, uh, was up there. I don't know, man. It, it, uh, I think the press thought I was crazy. I enjoyed it so much going up and, uh, your new EV factory and, uh, and that, uh, that Hummer. So the word he was looking for was truck or car or SUV. I mean, these are these are word associations that my four-year-old can do. I'm going to help like, you, Max Jr. Max Jr. Let's go for a ride in the, 
And he'd say monster truck because that's what he calls my Jeep. It's Let's not go really for a ride in the truck. truck. Let's go for it. It is when you're when you're three feet tall. Just so you know, uh, let's go I for a ride just, in the Jeep. Let's go for a ride in the car. I just found Joe the Biden. card that they hung up that they were trying to put in front of him, and he kept looking forward and then looking at her and looking forward. I just found the picture that they were using. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's the picture that they were trying to be like. Yeah, truck, truck. <laughs> the word is truck. <laughs> truck. Now, it, it's Biden. funny. Psst. It's funny, Psst. except. In Ukraine, there are tensions growing, and this idiot is on the phone call trying to lead world diplomacy. Yeah. So we're told it's a terrible call in which he was fear-mongering, telling the Ukrainians that they're about to be overrun, and Ukraine's looking out their window and being like, nah, now nah, we're good. Kiev is something like 500 miles from the border. They're looking outside their window. No, no Russians here. Invasion of Kiev is not imminent, Mr. Biden. And then we see this, where he can't pull the word truck. He can't pull the word car out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like truck, SUV. I'm going to get in trouble for making fun of a, a senile man. They'd be like, you made fun of Biden. You just you made fun of the senile Biden. But he is negotiating to yeah. stop a conflict, which could cause World War III if it happens. And this is this is who is at the negotiating table. I this should not be laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. You gotta stop kicking your plugs. This is, you keep kicking it. No, it's not a plug. The plug. It's not the plug. It's not the plug. I, I just checked it. It's not the plug. I now know those, what's wrong with it. One of those those stomping light switches for like Christmas trees. <laughs> stomp on it because that's a bad design. <laughs> oh my gosh! This producer is like this. What is Joe doing? Uh, yes, I know Here, what not to bad, touch now. Here's how bad Biden is. There are secret negotiations, not secret. I mean, the rest of the world knows. Biden doesn't. <laughs> there are negotiations happening in Europe between France, Germany, Ukraine, and Russia. Joe Biden did not know it was happening. So when Joe Biden got on this call, he thought that he was the only lead negotiator. He did not realize that there were other negotiations happening without the United States. The man literally doesn't know what's going on. And so it's all funny. Like, oh, Joe Biden forgot the word car. <laughs> like, oh, Joe. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. This guy is, is it thinks he's negotiating the end to a potential World War III scenario. And a Democrat's silent. Democrats demanded the Trump transcript. They are silent now. Because they're trash. Let's call them what they are. The Democrats are trash. And do you realize that there is a mass exodus of Democrats going into 2022? Because they're like, our gig is up. We don't want to be anywhere near anything that happens in 2022 because, frankly, the radical leftists are in trouble. There's, there was a uh, fact tech that came out that showed that Antifa and BLM were going to try something going into January. Um, the snow slowed them down because they're, you know, they're, they like to hang out. They're basement dwellers, right? So anything above a certain temperature, they can't come out. But the, 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 the thing came over saying that they were going to start again with violence this summer, and they're looking for indications or things that they can use as symbols. 
And so the report came out talking about that. So all of the people who are influencers and in the news and things like that are going to be talking about the fact that nonprofits are going to be activating people in no-show jobs again. And because they've been exposed, they're trying to be more careful <clears throat> with how they, um, what, how they position themselves to pay people to be on the streets as, as activists. What they weren't anticipating, Max, is that there is a large front of people that are coming th- coming at them and saying, all right, we, we're, we're even not going to let you do anything in Portland. We're going we're gonna to stand up and say, all right, we're going to give the police a choice. Okay, you have a choice, law and order, or we're going to kick their teeth in. And you can be on their side if you want, but you're going to get your teeth kicked in too. So now there's this, there's this sentiment that's building in our communities that if they can't take care of and serve justice, we're going to serve it for them. And I think as you start walking down the pathway of what Biden is doing and what the Democrats are doing, you're seeing an exodus because, frankly, they see that we haven't fired one shot, by the way. I just want to be clear. The only people that have fired a shot are going to be the radical leftists who have murdered people in cold blood in the street. But they're seeing this, the questions being asked now, like why are DAs not arresting these people for committing crimes? Why are AGs not arresting people for doing crimes? Why is Merrick Garland not doing his job? Why is the FBI uh, spending so much time on two people that are dead, right? This Gabby, was it Gabby Petito or whatever, and Brian, you know, why are they spending all their time there and they can't even solve simple problems like what happened down at the synagogue down in uh, Texas, right? So people are starting to wake up to the realization on both sides of the of the political aisle and then just migrate over this way. And so the mass exodus is happening and what we're left with is kind of the, the emperor has no clothes. We can see Biden is just a, a feckless idiot and that the people around him are just a bunch of liars. It's hard, hard to ignore. Yeah. Well, we haven't done this in a while, Joe. You did just say trash. I did. So Are we gonna put up put a flu my, my screen now. Off scouring. I'm, I'm trying to remember riffraff. Riffraff. Yeah, riffraff. Hashtag left our riffraff. It's been a while. Um, Joe used to use the word trash all the time. Yeah. So we had a little segment of doing different synonyms, and he uses those synonyms more often. But uh, another synonym for trash: riffraff. Riffraff. A disreputable person. That's a rapper Rabble. too. Riffraff is. Oh yeah, riffraff. I don't know why you call yourself a. Riff Raff, if you're a rapper. I don't know why you know that. <laughs> oh, Mr. Producer is a walking encyclopedia of all things Eminem. He could probably rap out a song for Eminem, couldn't you, Mr. Producer? About 200, yeah. All right, so which one do you want to pick? Nah, not today. All right. <laughs> we should have him do it. He actually is pretty good. For all of you Eminem fans. So as we get further down the down the aisle talking about getting access to the transcript, I don't see any of the mainstream media asking for it, though. I don't see the well, it trended Fox on News. Twitter. It trended on Twitter yesterday. Number one. Um, the, the leftist media personalities are noticeably quiet. And one of the reasons for that, if you put up my screen, Mr. Brewster, old headline from Fox News back in 2019, Democrats demand for Ukraine call transcript sets dangerous precedent. That's what the former acting attorney general at the time said. And he was right. When you start demanding the transcript of international relation phone calls, you set a dangerous precedent. And this is the, the thing that we talk about over and over again. We didn't make these rules. Democrats made these rules. 
right? That when the president has a bad call, a bad call, that they have to release the transcript and everyone has to see it. In fairness, that shouldn't happen. For national security reasons, it shouldn't happen. But the Democrats have created this rule. So, of course, the media isn't pushing for it. The media was only pushing for it because it was Trump and Trump's bad, orange man's bad. But it's just another example of how, of the hypocrisy to it all, right? Noticeably silent. When, when Joe Biden called um, Ducey a son of a bitch, everyone who, who voted to impeach Trump for calling NFL players sons of bitches were silent, right? They all had their pearl clutching moments a couple years ago, like, oh, this is a danger to democracy. Oh, well, the Republic will never recover. Oh, the discourse, the discourse. Now they're just quiet. Yeah, well, they're they're also creating this narrative that that uh, conservatives are against democracy. So, you know, that's that's the large you know kind of dog whistle that's happening. They're they're a bunch of racist, homophobic people that are running out there creating creating discourse because they they want to steal elections. I want to I want to point something out. If we look at the inner cities, I wanted to, I was trying to find the article explaining it. Uh, um, uh, you know, explaining what was happening in inner cities. It's not just crime that's actually spiking. Max, what would you say if I told you that from 12 years old to 17 years old, that just that that six-year period, right, that suicide rates are up nearly 500%. What if I told you that the dropout rate from high schools in inner cities is up, and this is percentage-wise, nearly 1,300%? Oh, I believe that. 1,300%. Now, I want you guys to understand something by percentage points. If, if you just look at percentage points, of they use percentages of that if it fluctuates. So 1,300% is not, you know, 1,300% of people are... It doesn't exist. It's only 100%, right? But if you have a one-point drop, what it's basically saying is that it's dropping by precipitously by 20 25%, and that the rates of drop, the dropout rates in inner cities right now is plunging towards that point of no return, which is nearly 80% of kids in certain environments are dropping out of school. In inner city driven by Democrats. There's not a conservative in sight. There's no, nobody trying to destroy democracy other than the radical left. They are standing for themselves. And by the way, I've seen this before. I saw this in Africa. You have somebody gets in a position of power and you see whole families and uh, whole villages that you know, go without while they're stuffing their faces at the nearest Pan-Africa hotel, right? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're in a place right now where our... Our minority base, they're they're in pain, they're 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 done with school. So so what is really happening when you're when you're propping people up? They knew they had to go after education. And remember, thirty years ago, is we want to send everybody to school. Everybody has to go to college. And at the same time, they were doing that, and and I didn't even realize it at the time. At the same time, they were telling everyone to go to college. They were eliminating trade um, environments in schools. You know, mechanic shops inside of high schools. Um, uh, different trade places for um, plumbers and 
and uh, electricians. And what do we have today? We have a huge shortage. And those people that were, you know, in their mid-20s and 30s that got into that now are aging out. And we have no one to replace them. And, and that, that, that pandemic, I'll call it, of, of, uh, of people dropping out of school is not just only affecting the, the inner cities, it's also affecting the poorest communities in, in some of the suburbs as well. It's pretty, it's pretty sad what we're dealing with right now, and it all ties back to Democrats, every bit of it. Every problem that we have in our nation is tied back to Democrats. Every single problem that we have on an international stage tied back to the corruption in government, which is tied back to Democrats. Yeah. Going to take a real quick break to remind everyone this podcast sponsored by Airmed Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. It's not something we think about, but anyone who's ever had to go to a hospital by ambulance, you know, it's expensive and the, your insurance never wants to cover it. They really don't want to cover an air medical transportation flight by helicopter because it's tens of thousands of dollars. So don't risk bankruptcy should this happen to you. And it's not just people who are out in the woods, right? Lots of people in the suburbs and even in cities need to be airlifted. Don't let this put your family's financial future at risk. Sign up with Air Med Care Network today. Here's how it works. $85 gets you one year of coverage. It works out to be less per year if you're a senior citizen or if you buy three or five years at a time. And when you become a member, you won't pay one cent should anyone in your family ever need to be airlifted to a hospital as long as you're flown by an AMC provider. Don't worry, they fly over 100,000 patients a year and they have a tool on their website that lets you enter in your zip code to see if they cover your area. And when you sign up using the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, they're gonna give you up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So Mr. Producer, I just sent you a video. Do we have that ready to go? Almost. So, Almost. so while, while he's working on that, Max, I just put a, a uh, Mr. Producer, share Max's screen. Max, bring up that article from Ash in America. This is what got me banned off of Facebook again um, for 30 days. Well, it, had, it had to be that picture. That picture is probably what did it. Because that picture is dehumanizing. Huh? Is dehumanizing? What that are you talking about? dehumanizing. The machines are magic. All right. It says, new evidence in Colorado catches and battles Secretary of State off guard. Um, this goes on to Monday, the 24th of, of 2022. Jenna Griswold was having a very bad day. As everyone should know by now, Jenna is facing a pretty explosive lawsuit from elected, elected officials around the state of Colorado. If you need to catch up, you can read about it here. Griswold is in hot water. A big part of the case is the saga of Tina Peters in Mesa County. So you should read up that on this that is as well, especially if you're... This is dehumanizing. Well, it's, it's the eyeballs, Joe. That, they've dehumanized her. Because they've made her look like a lemur. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, 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 I'm having a little fun uh, with this. Can you tell the difference? <laughs> I can't. Oh. No, they're following the Disney rule. The Disney rule is if you want something to be a cute, cuddly little creature, you make its eyes disproportionately larger for their face. Like the lemurs of Madagascar. The little, little critters. No, she looks like a lemur. So yeah, that's, that's why I got taken down for dehumanizing. No, I got taken down because it said, you know, I, I took a picture of it 
um, the deal, and I was, I was like, they're in big trouble. Jenna's in big trouble. She's in big trouble. If we could find a DA that had enough courage and enough integrity that they would press charges against Jenna Griswold. And the, you, you know that it's not going to be the DA in Mesa County because the DA in Mesa County illegally charged the second-in-command with Tina Peters, the deputy county clerk and recorder, um, Belinda, because she went to work because she was told to by the county clerk and recorder, the, the, the actual county clerk and recorder, to do her job. So Jenna Griswold and the Secretary of State have interfered and have acted illegally, not, not just improperly, but illegally. Um, so we yeah. just need to find a DA that has enough courage to take on the case um, that has jurisdiction. Now, frankly, because of how, how incestuous this whole world is, we're just looking for one person. We have Secretary of State, excuse me, we have county clerk and recorders that are stepping up all over the place. There's probably 20 or 25 other secretary, or excuse me, county clerks and recorders across the country that we're talking to right now, that we are actively having conversations with right now that are showing us the same data, Max. I mean, it's unbelievable. But anyway, that's the article. So let's play this I video that Max has. Yeah, so the, this, this video is, obviously Ukraine is a little bit ahead of us on, on the world uh, date towards the dateline. Um, here is the Ukrainian president disputing what Biden has been saying and the Biden White House has been saying about the call. Mr. Brzezo, let's play that, play that clip. So activities, some uh, um, questions, and we are uh, grateful to the United States for their ongoing support to our sovereignty and uh, territorial integrity. But I'm the president of Ukraine. I'm based here. And I think I know the details deeper than any other president. The question is not uh, about the US president. Because, well, we do understand what the risks are and which of those risks are priority uh, risks. And we've discussed lots of questions. I would like to explain uh, this a little bit. It's important that, that the president should know the situation from me, not from the intermediaries. He knows the situation from me personally, and uh, we, we're talking to each other. We'll have another conversation in a couple of weeks as well. But it's important not only for our intelligence community and secret services to exchange information. People need to be here and understand all the details. I understand you are here. I don't know how long you have been here. Uh, but uh, when journalists uh, or respected politicians come to us, I always invite them to Donbass because I think that uh, the, having an opinion about Donbass so that is as nice of a way You're to saying piss off. say that Joe Biden's full of crap as you can get on the international stage. I'm the president here. I know what I'm talking about. I know what's going on here. And he doesn't. Um, which you watch that video of him forgetting the word truck when talking about his trip to a truck manufacturing plant. Yep, there you go. <laughs> truck. Um, it's <laughs> that, that is... Uh, he was more gracious in that clip towards Joe Biden's obvious mental instability than he probably needed to be. But on the world stage, you have to be gracious in those in those things. So we'll see. We'll see if Democrats decide that they, they want the transcript. They wanted the transcript two years ago. Maybe they want it now. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll realize that they're full of crap and they're hypocrites. Probably not. I will tell you, though, a little bit of good news today. On a different front. I like Did you see news. the news out of Pennsylvania? No. Am I about to scoop you? You're about to scoop me. I'm going to scoop you before you search it. P Pennsylvania's mail-in voting law has been declared unconstitutional. 
Are you serious? Um, so it's yeah, I scooped you. How did you Not scoop sure me what on you that? Were doing. I don't know. I don't know what you've been doing this morning. Mr. Producer, put up my screen. Here is the case, the consolidated case. Um, this was an old case, but it finally just got decided now. But yeah, Pennsylvania's mail-in voting law has been ruled unconstitutional. You'll remember that this was a similar challenge right after the election. Right. The, hey, you just conducted an election in a manner that was unconstitutional, and the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania didn't rule on the merits. They said you waited too long. <sighs> And therefore, the, the, the principle of latches meant we had to let the results stay as they as they were. The idea that it can be conducted in an unconstitutional manner, and unless you immediately challenge it, we can't stop it. Like, like there's some way to, like, you can be saved by the bell when you're violating the Constitution. It's well, an so, absurd concept. So once they've gotten to the fact that it was ruled unconstitutional, are they going to go back and decertify the electors? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't I mean, know in that, that regard. Once, once we get through this part. What they're, what they're probably going to do is they're probably going to put this to a vote to change the Constitution. Okay. Well, how are you going to put it to the vote to change the Constitution when a majority of the people in, in uh, there are conservative? Well, let's see. It's not the majority of people. It's the majority of people who vote. So they're probably okay. going to want to do this on a, not a midterm. They're not going to want to run this next year. Okay, well, there's going to be a huge increase. They're probably going to want to wait until the next uh, presidential election to run this. I mean, that, that that's what I would think, because you, you want the biggest Democrat turnout and the Democrats aren't turning out next year. Well, the, the Democrats aren't going to turn out again because they're all all the people that were voting Democrat were dead. They were dead voters and yeah. people that were. I mean, but so it, that, it's harder to do without the mail in voting. So I, mean, I don't feel like you can still do it, but it's, it's harder to steal it without the mail in voting. So listen, the, everything is slowed down on the Democrat side because the cat is out of the bag. And so I want to, for all those people that say that there's not a lot of uh, people being arrested and thrown in jail, it's because we don't have the right people in positions of power and authority right now. <clears throat> so the pressure needs to be put on, will be put on uh, DAs and attorney generals. We need to make sure that we concentrate on, in our states, on electing good DAs that will actually stand up and arrest these people. Uh, I know that there's a push in, in multiple states, Colorado, Texas, uh, Arizona. Um, you know, Brnovich has zero chance of winning any sort of Senate seat because, frankly, he's trash. If he won't stand up and, and protect the people of Arizona, what, what makes you think that he would represent them well? He would just represent special interests again like he has up to this point. But um, the, there's, there's, a, there's a push right now, and Max, I don't know if you put it up your screen, to get rid of all of these things that are out there. Mm -hmm. This is the Louisiana um, uh, Secretary of State has voted to um, withdraw and to suspend participation in the voter registration compact. So this is the yeah. ERIC system that is funded by uh, George Soros George Sor and the radical people, yeah. leftists. Um, Secretary of State Kyle uh, Ardeon has announced that Louisiana will suspend its participation in the Electronic Registration Information Center, the ERIC, effective immediately. The announcement comes amid concerns raised by citizens, government, watchdog organizations, and media reports about potential questionable findings, funding sources and the po possibly partisan actors may have access to ERIC network data for political purposes, potentially undermining voter confidence. And then this is a quote from him. When Louisiana joined Eric under my predecessor, we did so under the impression that it would enhance the accuracy of our voter rolls and strengthen Louisiana's 
election integrity after reading about the allegations and speaking with election attorneys and experts. I've determined that it may no longer be in Louisiana's best interest to participate in this organization, Secretary Ardeon said. It is vital for for any legitimate allegation of voter fraud or possible misuse of our voter personal information is investigated. My job is to ensure that the data voters entrust uh, to my office is protected. I look forward to Eric's swift response to these allegations. Eric was founded in 2012 by seven states, including Colorado, Delaware, Maryland, Nevada, Utah, Virginia, Washington, and the Pew Charitable Trust. It has since grown to include 30 states and the District of Columbia, Louisiana, joined the organization in 2014. So, Eric is funded in part, large part, by the Soros Foundation and the Pew Charitable Trust. You need to understand if you start tracing all of these things back there, uh, a lot of the things that are done in the Eric system are done through nonprofits. Nonprofits are uh, the hangout place for a lot of these radicals, and they're taking over organizations. I had an opportunity to talk to um, several CEOs. I am a donor, have been a donor to education initiatives specifically related to those disadvantaged uh, kids in disadvantaged states and environments. And many of those nonprofits are under attack from inside, um, uh, inside those organizations by this radical element that is trying to, t- and, and making up stuff about CEOs that have been there 10, 15 years. I mean, making stuff up, blatantly making things up, saying stuff like they retaliate against other employees, um, that they are have you know made sexual advances towards others. That they've done things that they just haven't done. It's a hundred percent not founded because they want to gain control of new nonprofits so they can use those to start funding and slush funding their their criminal enterprise. So this is a good first step. I think the next step after they start digging into uh, their election systems is that they will uh, they will um, be canceling the contract with Dominion. I know there are several states right now that, that Dominion doesn't even know about that are looking to suspend and or um, cancel the contracts with Dominion, one of which is the several county clerks and recorders in Colorado, um, some in Utah, New Mexico, uh, Arizona, uh, Nevada, so that there are tons of companies out there that are saying that the private equity firms and these outside organizations that are tied to Chinese and or foreign interests should have no place in our election systems and they should be safe and secure. Now that's a far fetch from having those people arrested and thrown in jail, but at least it starts the, the ball rolling yeah. towards accountability. And frankly, I'm looking forward to this just great thing that they call uh, discovery in the case if it survives, if the case survives, which I'm not sure it will in Colorado with um, Eric Coomer. Um, but if it does, I look forward to going through all of the things that are necessary in order to get to the bottom of, of Dominion in our voting fraud of 2020. Well, let's talk about the other, this other Eric, not Eric Coomer, but the electronic, Electric yeah. Registration yeah. Information Center. This is supposed to, this was supposed to do two things. This, this organization, this nonprofit is supposed to do two things. Yeah. It's supposed to identify when people move or when people are registered in multiple places. That is helpful. Yeah. Right? If someone is registered to vote in three states, that is helpful. And the way that this works is every state that's part of this compact sends their voter registration e- information into Eric every, I think it's 60 days. And then Eric cross references it, right? And finds duplicates. That's helpful. The other thing that Eric, this electronic registration information center, the other thing that this organization has been doing has been identifying people who can vote, but aren't registered to vote. And this is where it's become a get out the vote effort 
largely for Democrats. And they say, oh, well, Republicans can use it too. That's great when it's being used in Democrat inner cities to get people registered to vote. There, there isn't really a such thing as a truly nonprofit get out the vote voter registration drive. No, I mean, some it's, claim it's, that they are, it's, it's but not. there really it's, isn't a such It's thing. a weaponization. So I want to point something else out. I just put the uh, link to ericstates.org, Max, if you want to pull that up. I want to show you guys something else. The last time they did an annual report in Eric uh, was in 2017. That's the one that was on their page. So they haven't done one in 2018, 2019, 2020, or 2021. And so if you walk through the information that's been collected, um, go ahead and hit the who we are, Max, if you would. You will see that there's bylaws, membership agreements, a summary of membership guidelines and procedures, a technical and um, security brief, and then the 2017 annual report. So that report done in 2017 was nearly five years ago. And if you go and click on that annual report and go through what it states, Our if you go to report. page four, It'll, it, it, it says things like climb to new heights 2017. It's a mission to help member states clean up their outdated voter rolls. Um, the voter rolls were not only outdated in states, and you know some of the states that they actually were pointing out, uh, Louisiana being one of them, Arizona being another, New Mexico being one, uh, Utah, mm -hmm. Colorado. Yet if you look at the bloated nature of the voter rolls going into uh, 2020, they were disgustingly bloated and disgustingly um, dirty. The voter rolls were dirty. And, and this system, even though it's nearly 30 states, I do believe, um, had zero, zero effect on cleaning anything up. If anything, it allowed and identified states that had the ability to, it was used as a weapon. I mean, I'll just, I'll just say this is used as a weapon. It's yeah. used as a weapon because they know who has a low propensity to vote as Democrats. The, the Eric, as a, as a whole, the Electronic Registration Information Center as a whole, disenfranchises minorities. It disenfranchises minorities. In other words, it says that it's helping minorities get ha vote and have a vote. Uh, what it really does is it takes those large swaths of minorities and it votes for them. It cheats. And so the Eric system being tied in with Dominion. And, and frankly... As we start, I got some new information that came through this morning about this, and we're, we're, we can only beat a horse so much, Max, on the on the uh, um, Biden transcript and what happened with Ukraine. Uh, let me just paraphrase that really quickly so we can move on to, to this. Um, Biden's a liar. The radical leftists are liars. He lies about everything. He lied about the call with um, the Ukrainian president. He lied about the fact that the sky is falling over in Ukraine, and he thinks that um, he likes to play with trucks. Okay. So we were going through it this morning, and we built an entire model, and that model of election fraud across the country. Who's we? Uh, me and a group of uh, cyber engineers and okay. uh, white hat um, um, guys, IT guys, right? Okay. And so we're contributing data. So we contribute data and mathematicians. We've contributed all this data. And as we start looking at the different facets of of voter, we, we're, we're tracking people. So we're tracking husband, wife, where they work. Why, why do they change their name, right? Why does, why does a husband and wife not wanna show up as actually having the same name? So they're purposely trying to hide the identity of their spouse. So we're able to uncover that information, where they work in different states and with different organizations. We're able to uncover 
a vast majority of individuals that are working in government that are also moonlighting on the other side to work for companies like uh, Dominion. We have a, a, uh, a pro tem mayor up in Michigan that while she was a pro tem mayor and working in that position was negotiating a contract and getting commissions from Dominion Voting Systems. We have um, someone that works for uh, the government. That <sighs> Stop stomping. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. It's the rats. The rats are chewing the wires. Okay. We had a fix it. Somebody fix it. Before, before tonight, I just need to get somebody to fix it. Um, but uh, it's not. It's the plate on the ground. But, um, so we were able to identify um, people that are working in government and saying that they're the safest elections in U.S. history while they're acting as a representative for a company like Runbeck. Right, so this is in Colorado specifically. We identified people that were working on the, um, the Arizona audit that were also getting paid by groups that were tied to Dominion, ES&S, and Runbeck. We have a group of people down in Texas that were getting paid as consultants while in a position of trust and authority working on elections. They were getting paid by a, um, a bunch of, uh, what are they called, the um, lobbyists out of Washington. I mean, we, we have some serious problems, so we were able to tie all this together. They could not accomplish this without creating this sophisticated. Do you remember the, the thing that, that Biden said? We have, we have created the most. The, uh, yeah, the, the most intensive. Was it, what was the adjective he, he used? Voter uh, fraud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He basically said we, yeah. we've created the best voter fraud system ever. Yeah, so so we, we we built this entire plan, and as we're going through it, and then we have guy we have people not guys we have people like Draza Smith and Jeff O'Donnell and Ed Solomon and and uh, Bobby Python, Doctor Frank, real math geniuses out there that have been able to build the function, the algorithms for how they were affected across the board in multiple states. Um, we also have the information that came out of Dr. Shiva. So we're starting to collect all that information together with different resources that points to, you know, basically we're just, we're bundling up a package that says, all right, Eric Coomer should be arrested for treason. Um, th this guy should be arrested. Um, Ed uh, Smith, Edwin Smith should be arrested for treason. Yes, Edwin, I know all about you. I know all about you and how you traveled from organization to organization. Um, so we, we have this list of people that we've been able to collect that in large part, we hem it up. We're like, here's what happened in the election. Here's how it happened. And by the way, it's a step function, which we, you know, Draza Uncover this morning was talking about this morning. And all we need is access to the, to the source code. Now, they want to say that the source code is protected material, but it's actually not protected in the commission of a crime. And so since we've uncovered and been able to mount certain aspects of the system, trusted build, and uh, mount the, the pre-trusted build, it was, it, it's really easy to get to the root of how they're stealing elections. And the fact that we have people like Jenna Griswold and others that are standing in the way of progress and DAs that aren't doing anything, th th this groundswell that's happening that is pointing out that CNN and others are just nothing but pieces of trash, we're now to a place where we have the proof and we're going to start putting the pressure on uh, law enforcement agencies, sheriffs to arrest them and put pressure on the DAs to do something about it. So I mean, I, 
all in all, Max, I just I go through this process that you know stolen elections have consequences, and at least we have gotten to a place now where we have proven that Joe Biden is not a legitimate president. He does not belong in the White House. And as we start putting this stuff together, it's going to be very difficult over the next four to six weeks for them to run away from it for companies like Dominion, ES&S to survive it, because I don't think they can survive it. I don't think they can survive the onslaught that's about to happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't really understood how no county, no state, no city or town has yet dropped them. Because even if you can't prove it, that they stole the election, the standard has always been the appearance of impropriety is un- unacceptable. And there is more than enough evidence linking all this together to create an appearance of impropriety. If this was a judge, he would be forced to recuse himself. If this was a governor, he'd be forced to resign, right? Why this company has been allowed to continue conducting itself in American elections with all of this evidence. Again, whether or not it's ever going to be enough to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law isn't the standard for getting them out of this process. The standard for getting them out of the election process is does it create doubt, right? right. Is there at least an appearance of impropriety? Because the American people deserve to have confidence in their elections. They deserve to have confidence that when people cast their ballots, it's one plus one plus one, not one plus five plus point five plus two point two five. They have the right to, to know that. Yeah. And right now, with everything we know about Dominion voting systems, and and we pick on them a lot, and rightfully so, but it's all the electronic voting systems. Uh, they all claim to have some proprietary ownership of the ability to count one plus one plus one, and they won't let you see how they do it. Well, except for except for clear yeah. Well, as long as there's this, this this feeling of well, what if I don't trust it? That should be enough to get them removed. I'm sorry. Is it fair? If they're, if they're ultimately innocent in this, which I doubt, if they're ultimately innocent, is it fair doubt. to remove them because people don't trust them? It's not a matter of fairness. This is, this is an issue of the future of this republic. And if I'm sorry, <laughs> try again next time. Conduct yourself in a reasonable, legal, and respectful manner. And don't, don't, don't do all this. Right? I mean, they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to be completely closed up. They want to be hiding behind the proprietary ownership of this, but they also want to be uh, allegedly, according to all of these different allegations, complicit in the biggest theft ever in world history. So, well, and, and you can see the outcome of that, right? So bad people, evil people do bad things that hurt everyday people. And what has happened in our country? You know, the open border price crisis, which is actually starting to get under control because there was a large swath of border patrol agents and that said we're not we're no longer going to comply with the person that heads up the border patrol you're you either let us arrest and push these people back right or or we're we're not going to quit we're going to continue to do our job and we're going to force you to fire us we're going to force you to come after us there was a large group of of border patrol agents that made that stand so then they said oh wow our guys are literally going to turn against us how are we going to justify this to the american people and then there were groups at the border that were arresting and sending people back. It's not that they didn't have, didn't, didn't have compassion for people coming across the border. You're just here illegally. I don't care if you're man, woman, or child. It doesn't make any difference. You're here illegally. You need to be sent back. 
So there is some there is some progress being made there, but you can just look at the different things that the radical left has done to our communities. They've destroyed it. They're, they're, and while they're saying that they're while they're destroying it, they're saying trusted build. That's what the whole thing about Dominion. You can always tell when it's a government op because they use words that aren't true. It's kind of like the American Affordable the Affordable Care Act. It wasn't affordable for any American, any company, and anything else. So you have that. And then you have the, I mean, inflation, you have the stock market that's basically plummeting. And then you have this thing that's, they're, they're literally propping up things right now, like Facebook and Twitter. They're, they're propping them up. You can tell that there's no basis of, of value for those organizations, but they're propping them up while other companies are falling around them based on what this Biden regime has done and what these radical leftists have done. And, and frankly, it's disgusting. I mean, they, they said that in the last seven days that what, what $640 billion was lost in uh, cryptocurrency? $640 yeah, well, now billion. Now preparing an executive order. Well, he's preparing an executive order, and th they do everything they can to destroy you. Yeah. They, they, I'm going to help you drain your bank account. We're here to save you from good people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, they, they don't say the rest of it because they can't. We are truly evil because these people are evil. There's nothing good about these yeah. people. There's nothing wholesome about these people. So you, you I, see I the feel, consequences. I feel, bad for anyone, I, feel, I feel bad for anyone who is invested in cryptocurrency. Obviously, lots of people love it. I only invest in Dogecoin to the moon. That's the only one I invest in. And I've been invested in Dogecoin since like 2015. Yep. I, I've I've had, I've held I've been I've been a long term holder of Dogecoin, but other than that, the only reason that this stuff has had any value is because people say it has value, which is how most money is, right? The difference being, Bitcoin doesn't have the backing of the U.S. Treasury or the United States government. Um, yeah. So I feel bad for people who bought high. Um, it it going down is going to give people an opportunity to invest lower. It, it's going to go up and down, but it, they're going to try and kill it for sure. It's at 37,000 right now. Because they can't tax it. They can't yeah. tax it. It's, yeah. it's very hard to tax this stuff, so they want their piece of the pie, which we always knew was going to come. We always knew that they were eventually going to come for it. No such thing as uh, as untaxable earnings. Almost out of time, Joe, I wanted to show you something. I, I want... I, I don't know. I want to do a recurring segment on this. Uh, what is that? I'm, I found a lot of leftists that I can't actually tell what their species is anymore. I can't even tell what their gender or their sex is anymore. This is um, an it, I guess. Complaining. Oh, it's, it's a uh, Sean Beetle. Is it Sean Beetle down no, in the no, Springs? No, this is worse. This is worse. Different cousin this is worse. it? This is worse. Who, by the way, this hates worse. it when I call it it. But it's it. This is worse. This is straight out of... This is straight out of a Tolkien novel. Okay. Um, I want to see it. This is straight out of Lord of the Rings. This is an it complaining that they are applying for a job and they don't have enough gender options for them to click on the drop-down menu. Next producer, so let's play cut four. So I'm applying for a job, right? And it's time for me to pick one of the four genders. Um, female, I do not wish to disclose. Male or... X non-binary Canada only. If only I was Canadian. 
So Joe, what is that? All right, send me that video. Yeah, you have to send me that video because I might even what do a whole that? segment just on that. What is that? That's a freakoid. I hey, don't know what I am. I wish I was Canadian. Canadian Canada will elf? gladly take you. Go, 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 go. Just send them all up there. Send them up there. Right? I mean, why not? Let's just send them up there. Can we can we send all the freakoids up to Canada? Is it I think that's an elf. Me I was see the say elf little, too. Yeah, that's a good elf. But then you know then you have to say what kind of elf is it? Is it a mountain elf? Elf on the shelf. Is it a is is it a wood elf? Is it elf on a shelf? Yeah. Is it a wood elf? Is it a snow elf? Is it a dark elf? I wanted to say, what know. do you pee out of? <laughs> Pick that one. And there by the way, who's gonna hire you anyway? If you walked in, if you walked into me and said, I here for a job, I'd be like, take your nose ring out, that satanic nose ring out. Just take that out. Oh, you're discriminating. No, no, actually, we just have a thing called don't look like a freak. Yeah. Well, when we if, if we settled on elf, if you put uh -oh. my screen, this is from this is from uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. This is the family tree of different kinds of elf species. If we can put up my, my screen, identifying her as an elf, him as an elf, it is an elf doesn't help us because there's all these different types of elves. I don't want to miss appropriate i want to get it right how is this actually a thing oh my god you've never read lord of the rings i did yeah i so was forced to these are all the different kinds of elves i was about to so, nerd out but i was going to consider them uh nandor so sorry <laughs> Joe. well that's one of your options <laughs> mr producer options. you got a nandor okay all right and, and the nandor are those that left the march of the teleri east of the misty mountains so that's possible. It's possible. Or she could just be an idiot. We could just. We could say that. We just do it. Give that. her the, I, the IT. Yeah. IT. Yeah. Cousin it. You take down my screen, Mr. Producer. Well, we're out of time, Max. We are. Guys, listen, you got to hit the share button. We're going to start sharing this everywhere. Um, today, we, we started out talking about how Biden's just doesn't know what this is. So everyone just say it out loud. Come on, what is this? This little training aid. I'm sorry. That, I just saw I just saw a comment on D Live that that woman is a skank elf. I like skank that. elf. Skank elf. Is that <laughs> the twenty fourth? The twenty fourth kind of elf. I mean, <laughs> as Canadian. <laughs> Do you know why she's non-binary? Because there is neither gay. sex that would even look at it and go. <gasps> I think that's what they were talking about when they said that the aliens have landed here and that we we actually live among aliens and you cannot procreate with them. You cannot procreate with that. <laughs> Here's the other thing: someone paid good money for that, like to actually. They paid do to make the, themselves look like that. The ears, to the, the tattoos, the piercings. Yeah, no, they yeah. paid for that. By the way, that uh, earring in the nose is a symbolism of Satanism. I just want you to know: if you decide that you want to go get a nose ring that's a hook or a ball that is through your nose, that is a sure symbol of Satanism. 100% sanctioned by popular with livestock. Yeah. Oh yeah. You could become a cow. I mean, if you wanted to, you could, you could skip right over the it part or the non-binary and go straight yeah. to cow. Um, but, uh, it is a symbol of Satanism. So uh, you have a 0% chance of getting hired with me. If you come in with a nose ring, or if I find out you have one, you'll probably get fired. Ooh, not a how nose many, ring. How many gender options do we have on our job applications? None. 
I don't care. I like that. There are no genders. I like no. That. What, what do I, what do I care? Male or female? Why, why, why is that even important to me? It's not. Best person for the job, period. There's no discrimination. Okay. So, hey, listen, you got to share this. You got to actually be one of those that advocates for the distribution of truth, even when we're talking about the skank elf. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on Rumble. By the way, Rumble, I don't know what's happening, but there's a little bit of censoring happening. Somebody said yesterday that, that uh, I got a couple of things that they couldn't play the, um, play the video later on in the day. So we'll, we'll check into that as well. We get censored in lots of different places. But if you like the podcast, but, oh, wait, before I go, before I go, I, I'm sorry. I, I got to do this. I said I was going to do it. Max, um, Mr. Producer, go to uh, pal, P-A-L-M-E, Max, go there. Actually, you're going to share your screen because I'm going to have you go through this. P-A-L-M-E-T-T-O, leather.com. Okay. I want to make sure. Go ahead and share a screen, please. All right, listen, guys. I, I talked a little bit before about um, about sharing someone that is among us that is um, a patriot. This is this is a man that, uh, and, and you can actually send us an email. You can send us some info. Uh, Mr. Producer, find out what email that is that they'd send it to um, with your business. And we're every week we're gonna we're going to um, get up here and talk about um, different businesses. So uh, John Thompson is uh sent me a holster that holster was see if i can show it to you oh that is so that is hippo right here this is uh, special joe showing a little skin yeah hippo this is elephant on the back side is ostrich and on the inside of this is uh skink elf and uh, is leather just leather but if you'll go through the gun manufacturers and the holsters made and the accessories, these are high quality. It is now my daily carry. So you can reach out to John Thompson, um, and that's Jonathan at palmettoleather.com, and get your next holster from Palmetto Leatherworks. Gun holsters and gear. He's got some great stuff. Max, if you just click over the holster accessories, you'll see some of the other stuff. Yeah, so you can start looking at the magazine carriers and belts. Mm -hmm. um, I, my wife just bought me a belt from them. So we'll be, we'll be talking to um, John this week and seeing if we can uh, get some sort of page up so that we can have Patriot companies. So companies that you work for that, that we want to support, we're going to be adding that to our website as well as a sponsor link that'll, that'll have obviously um, – We'll have uh, Bearded Man Coffee as well. So, guys, listen, that, that's it for this episode. I wanted to just bring that up. Go to palmettoleather.com, palmettoleather.com, and visit John. Reach out to John at jonathan at palmettoleather.com as well. Great product. I've been wearing this now for two weeks. It's comfortable. It feels great, and it looks amazing. So, um so follow us on Telegram. You can follow Max at Max J. McGuire. You can follow me at Joe Oltman. And um, you can obviously follow Conservative Daily. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, uh, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech, and CloudHub. You can find us also on the audio version at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. A special shout-out to Spotify for standing up to Neil and the cancel culture and canceling them rather than Joe Rogan. Um, news sites that I think you should go to, Right Side Broadcasting, OAN, uh, 
and obviously Steve Bannon um, at War Room, I, I strongly su- uh, suggest that you support them. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. Share this episode if you want to hear um, some truth and you want to share it with someone who needs to hear the truth. Um, as a reminder, uh, if you text the word FREEDOM to 89517 to sign up for our text alert system, we will send you an alert before we go live. Use the link in our description as well to subscribe to our newsletter and you can get our fax blast so you don't miss any of the important projects that we're working on right now. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Signing off, my name is Joe Oltman. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, tonight is open line happy hour because it's Friday, so make sure you, you call in for that. We will have open lines. Got to have a beer in your and, hand or it, it, yeah, non-alcoholic if you don't drink, so, which is fine. We're, yeah. we're good with non-alcoholic or if you feel like you don't want to do that. Or but. an elixir if you're a skank elixir. elf. Um, <laughs> Remember, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stab and fight together.